Raced by Wolves the podcast is back for season two. I'm Holly Fry and as host of the companion podcast to the hit HBO Max sci-fi series Raised by Wolves, I am unwrapping the latest season of this cosmic space opera for fans by talking directly to some of the incredibly talented folks who helped bring the show to life. Not only will we be bringing back showrunner Aaron Guzikowski, but we will also be chatting with folks like costume designer Kate Karen, director Alex Gabasi, and visual effects supervisor Ray McIntyre. Plus, we're going to check in with some of the actors on the show, like Amanda Collin and Abu Salim, who play mother and father. Join us as we analyze an absolutely bonkers new season. And yes, spoiler alert, the snake baby is indeed back. Stream season two of Raised by Wolves now on HBO Max and subscribe and listen to Raised by Wolves, the podcast on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring up the holy hand grenade. One, two, five. Freezer. Three. Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Defenders Live, DOAShow.com. That's DOAEShow.com on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. Oh, there's a debate going on, apparently. There's a debate going on. Well, not yet. Uh, there's a potential debate going on. It's, it's supposed to happen now, but they're going through all the jibber-jabber back and forth of all the rest of it. If you want to hear it, um, apparently you can go to Off Track. Uh, which is another show on the Mojo Five Radio Network. They are doing live political science theater. It's what we did last year, uh, so that's good. So yeah, they did it, and they're doing it, which is cool. I may pop into it every now and again. I've got stuff that, that I want to talk about. Uh, obviously, my AI is not here. Don't fret. It's okay. Also, Carrie is currently not here. Don't fret. It's okay. Carrie will be in soon. My AI, out for the night. Things happen. It's okay. Nobody's going to die. I promise. I promise nobody's going to die. Maybe. Sort of. I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway. Huh. So I think I'm going to start off with... Uh, hmm, I'm going to start off here. A man covered in tattoos with eyes surgically turned black is very upset. He's really upset that he cannot be a kindergarten school teacher anymore. That's right, a school teacher in France. 
was upset after he was told that he could not teach kindergartners anymore because the children under six years of age could be frightened by his appearance. Huh. Imagine that, being covered from head to toe in tattoos and then injecting ink into your eyes. You might be a little scary. Maybe. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Sylvain Helene, that's a name, 35 years old, reportedly known in the tattoo world as Freaky Hoodie, has, his, has had his body, face, and tongue completely covered in tattoos and even had his eyes surgically turned black. Yet, he told Reuters, the school's decision to remove him from his previous post was quite sad. Most of his students are cool with his appearance and are able to see past it, he argued. Quote, All of my students and their parents were always cool with me because, well, basically, they knew me. He said. As he spent uh, an estimated 460 hours under a tattooist's needles. That's a long time to get stabbed continually like a really long time i mean you're gonna put that much ink under your under your skin that's uh, uh there there might be something wrong with them oh my god sorry i'm also getting distracted by the uh by, by the uh so-called debate uh trump is saying something stupid I, I don't know what it is. He's just saying something stupid. I can tell because he's waving his hands as he speaks. Anyway. So I don't get it. I, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I understand you have the right as an individual. You have the perfect right to go and get tattooed up. That is perfectly fine. No problems there. But to expect that a school would allow you perfectly tatted up to still be a teacher, especially when you can't hide those tattoos, like putting ink in your eyes to make them black? Because you might scare the children, which is true for younger children. Perfectly fine. That's a normal decision to make. That's... If you decide to have tattoos, you also decide that there are certain jobs that you can't do. If your tattoos are showing. If you decide to have a face tattoo, you're relegated to few things. Most likely it has to be uh, remote or, I don't know, uh, a rapper. R&B. Something like that. Or a gang member. You could be a gang member. That works out too. Uh, because any other professor, or well, what? Yeah, nah. okay. You could, you could potentially be a grocery store clerk or fast food worker or convenience store person. You could have those jobs. Those jobs are fine. I'm not relegating that, but society has relegated that. Freaky hoodie doesn't get to be a school teacher. That's society. 
That's what it does. And I'm sorry, not really. Oh, gosh. There's so many. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Naomi Okajita. Uh, Freaky Hoodie could teach in California. He could, but he's French, which means that he needs to get, you know, all the the green cards and all the rest of it. Mech. It's just what it is. You know, it is funny. I, I do kind of agree with you, uh, Slug. This is really elder abuse. Having two septuagenarians debate each other in this way it's it's rather i i don't know what well, you know what let me let's let's see let's see what what's what's going on here how, how 100 million people is totally wrong i don't know where you got that number uh-huh. the bigger problem that you have is that you're going to extinguish 180 million people with their private health care, that they're very That's happy That's simply with. not true. Well, you're that certainly going to socialist. You're going to socialist. Gentlemen, we're now into open discussion. Open discussion. Open discussion. Yes, I agree. Go ahead, Vice President. Number one, uh, he, he knows that uh, what I proposed. Uh-huh. What I proposed is mm-hmm. that uh, we expand Obamacare. And we increase it. We do not wipe any. And so one of the big debates we then. had with that, 23. The, so Trump didn't lie at this point. Trump is not lying. If, if uh, Trump knows what Biden proposed and what Trump said was that more than likely he'd be kicking a whole bunch of people off their private insurance and putting them on Medicaid or Medicare, which is an expansion of Obamacare. Um, and over 180,000 people would probably be kicked off of their insurance. He wasn't lying. Trump didn't lie there. That was true. I approved of what I approved of. Now, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. The deal is that it's going to wipe out pre-existing conditions. And by the way, here's the, the deal, 20, Corn Pop. The 200 million, the 200,000 people that have uh-huh. died on his watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many of those have survived? Well, there's 7 million people that contracted COVID. What does it mean for them going forward if you strike down the Affordable Care Act? And Joe, you've had 308,000 million. Seven million people contracted COVID. And it was all under President Trump, apparently. It was all his fault. I don't know. That doesn't that that, that doesn't bode well, I'm just saying. Where's Carrie tonight? Does she have to keep keep Malinak off the roof? Maybe. Um actually no, she was uh she's a little late. She's she's running behind. She had other work to do that actually pays her, and so I forgive her completely. And that's fine. Um, she'll be, she'll be in, she'll be in. I do look lonely. Thank you, Tech Roo. Thank you. You make me sad. Election is all. You don't know it's on the ballot. Why is it on the ballot? Because why is it on the ballot? It's not on the ballot. It's on the ballot in the court. I don't think so. In the court. Well, there's nothing happening there. Donald, would you just? And you don't know her view on Roe v. Wade. I don't know her view. Well, all right. Let's all right. Let's talk. I would. We got a lot to unpack here, gentlemen. We got a lot of time. So, <laughs> mm. uh, on health care, and, and then we'll come back to Roe v. Wade. All right, Mr. President, the, the Supreme Court will hear mm-hmm. a case a mm-hmm. week after the election, mm-hmm. in which the Trump administration, along with 18 state attorneys general, are seeking to overturn. That's right. Obamacare to end Obamacare. You have spent the last because they I mean, want to I, give good health care. If I may ask my question, sir. Good health care. Over uh, the last four years, you have promised 
to repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have never in these four years come up with a plan, a comprehensive plan yes, to I replace have. Obamacare. Of course I have. Well, I'll I got rid of the individual mandate. Excuse me. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk a of Obamacare. That is not a That is absolutely a big thing. That was that, the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Uh, yeah, okay. <sighs> That's nothing that anybody cares about. But you know what I do care about? I care about coffee. I care a lot about coffee because it's delicious. Uh, personally, I care about American Pride Roasters coffee because it's historically great coffee. Um, I have it in my cup right now. Actually, I have the Defender's Light, um, which is something that you can get over at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. It's a light roast with very large beans, uh, just like Dylan and myself. Uh Highly caffeinated and delicious. Uh, you will enjoy it as well as anybody else who loves, loves coffee. Um, go check them out today. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That's AmericanPrideRoasters.com. It is part of the APR Gold Series, which means that it's a slightly more expensive cup. But it's still really good. <laughs> ah, B from the SAV. So many voices in my ears. Keeping it to you a show, though. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm trying not to do too many of... Uh, too, uh, I, I don't want to do too much uh, of the debate. I didn't really care about the debate. I know... I know... Surprising, right? It's huge surprise. Big surprise that I don't really care about the debate because it's a bunch of old guys talking trash and one of them was actually trying to get out of doing it at the very last minute, which is great because he's scared of contracting COVID. I think maybe, but no, that's not how this works. How many people died from the flu during the eight years of Obama's reign of terror? Ah, good question. I don't have it off the top of my head, but it was definitely more than 200,000. Yeah, that's pretty sure that's going to, that's going to fly there. Is it just you, or does Biden look extremely younger than normal? No, I think that's just you. If you have a high-def TV he, or uh, screen, he looks just as old as he should with just a little bit of makeup on. It's like they added some foundation and some wrinkle reducer, but uh, no, no. He looks just as old and senile as he has for the past, I don't know, seven years. Uh, Twelve years. Twelve years. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Anyway. So, uh. AOC. Says that we need to stop asking if white supremacy is, uh, in policing exists. But instead, we need to talk about how bad the problem is. Left-wing progressive representative, not Republican, representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez suggested Tuesday that lawmakers need to stop asking what if any, if any, white supremacy in uh, in policing exists. Instead, they need to work to determine the scope of the problem, how much white supremacy there is in the policing force and how they do their job. Ocasio-Cortez made the remarks during the House Oversight and Reform hearing about the supposed pervasive problem of white supremacists, white supremacists, 
Excuse me, words. Uh, infiltrating the nation's police departments. During the hearing, law enforcement officers and legal ex- experts, and even former neo-Nazis, funny enough, were asked by lawmakers to testify about their past experiences with racist police. A neo-Nazi and racist police. Um, I don't... They don't work. That That doesn't work. It doesn't work. You don't ask the neo-Nazi about racism from other people because they're racist. You don't ask the racist about other people's racism. Oh, wait, that's what we do all the time, Al Sharpton. Oh. When it was Ocasio-Cortez's turn... She, suge- uh, she, uh, she suggested that far too much of the discussion around the issue of white supremacists, white supremacists, infiltration of policing focuses on whether this problem exists. Quote, we know for gener- we've known we have known for generations that it is not a question of whether this is this is a problem. It is a matter of how we have allowed it to sustain for so long. She said Congress as well has many has been complicit and our silence because she's also part of Congress our silence has allowed for more violence and continued generational traumas in our communities. How about you know just not destroying other people's places and then maybe, you know, not stopping people when they want to make something better in somebody else's area and neighborhood like the ghetto. Like when somebody goes in and they decide to, quote, gentrify the ghetto, otherwise known as building better places that have better housing and can house more people and have better shops and bring in more people from the outside that then don't want crime. And slowly it gets better over time. How about not stopping that from happening, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Maybe that would be the thing that you should do. But no. No, that's, that's silly. Evidently, for Ocasio-Cortez... Oversight and Reform Committee Chairman Representative Jamie Raskin from Maryland and others who took part of the hearing, the notion that American police departments are systematically racist is a foregone conclusion. It should be noted that the FBI has uh, posited... uh, What, 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 what? Yeah, has posited before about attempts by white supremacist groups to infiltrate law enforcement. In 2006, intelligence memos, the Bureau uh, uh, an intelligence in a 2006 intelligence memo, the Bureau warned of, quote, white supremacist infiltration of law enforcement. But to warn about the possibility of a problem and to assert that there is a problem is 
much different. It's just saying that this could be an issue because we've seen people that have white supremacist tendencies start joining the force and they might want to be infiltrating to actually push their agenda. Maybe you should watch out. That's very different than saying that the entire system is racist, bar none, matter of fact, gone and done. But I digress. What are we going to do here? I mean, yeah, everything is racist. It's we're white, white racist. That's all we are. All of us that are uh, pigmentally challenged, I guess I would say, uh, all of us with with low melanin counts, uh, we are undoubtedly racist. We have to be. Um, that's the only thing that they can come up with. And we're the only ones that cause problems like global warming and hurricanes and volcanoes. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me um, at all because uh, me being the person I am who doesn't really care about what your skin color is uh, because it doesn't make a difference about you as a person. Me being that guy, I don't under I I don't get it. I don't get it. Show me the content of your character, and I'll judge you on that. I'll judge whether or not it's worth being associated with you. Just like these two idiots that are on stage right now, I don't want to be associated with either of them. But they're on stage because they're they're the two people that are potentially going to represent the United States for the next four years. That makes me really sad. That the two people that we have on stage right now, both of them basically 80 years old, um, are what we dictated to ourselves because of either party politics, uh, because of personality, uh, because of popularity or not popularity, because they're just the guy that they wanted because they're rude and terrible and horrible people. Um, all of those things. All those things don't, they don't mean that, that, that they're anything worth being here. It's not, I know, just, just no. The answer is no. That's that. I think from here on out, I, I just, you know, I'm staying away from it because, oh my God, it is terrible. Um, every time I hear either one of them speak, uh, so-and-so is a xenophobic, uh, so-and-so is blah, 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 whatever. It doesn't matter. Stop it. Stop it. I don't care who wins this debate. It doesn't matter. Crazy Uncle Joe is Crazy Uncle Joe. And that's that's it. Crazy Uncle Joe is going to be crazy. Uh, Trump is going to be Trump. Orange Man is going to be bad. And there are times where Orange Man is going to be good. And that's just it. So, is Biden worse than Trump? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Is Biden worse than Trump? Unequivocally, yes. 
Yes, with the policies that he wants to put in place, with the vi- vice president that he has picked out already. Um, yes. Yes, with all the people that are behind him pulling his strings, making the puppet dance, because literally it's weakened at Bernie's with this guy. Um, yeah, that's no, 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 that's it. That, that, no. Yeah, he has so many things behind, so many people behind him pulling his strings, so many things going on around him that make it impossible, impossible for me to trust a single word that he says. That no, he's not worth it. I'll just, let's just keep the, this guy, let's just keep Trump for the next four years. Because we have nobody else. Nobody else. At all worth a grain of salt. And that means the libertarians that they, they've pushed out, no, nobody. Uh, Green Party is terrible because they're communists. Uh, the Communist Party is terrible because they're communists. Uh, all of these small groups of people. I mean, the Constitutional Party may have somebody, but they're so Boring! That nobody wants to listen to them. And that's just it. That's right, Kevin John uh, Hutchins over on the Twitter. All of us who are lighter shades of colored? Yes. All of us. Because we're all just tint. We just have a different tint of skin color. That is it. The, the color of our skin is... Is just a shade. It's a shading. It's all we are. Just varying shades of color. Anyway, with that being said, the music coming up, it's time for a commercial break. Be right back. Live from the Ops Lens app, iHeartRadio, Mojo 5 Radio, and online worldwide at thepcradioshow.com. That's a nice middle section you have there. Yeah, I'm standing up because I have to poop really bad. Oh my God. So you're going to have poop stains? I might. I just might. It looks like you're expecting. <laughs> it actually comes to a point. <laughs> He's doing cartwheels in there. Stewie and Richie, PC Radio. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. The Daily Mojo with Brad Staggs. Let's say you always wanted to be a radio talk show host. I mean, yeah, we've got a few people who want to do that now, actually. Who hasn't had that dream? That's why Ron is very excited to tell you about this. Well, we're going to have what are called... Um... <laughs> Ready? Here. I can't remember what I called it. Uh... Uh, what, was it? What, was the, what was that I told you? It's... Uh, it's uh... 
<laughs> it's so big, we don't even know what to call no, it. No, it's, it's actually going to be kind of like an open mic. We're going to do an open mic on Sundays uh, between 12 and 4. Who's got the mojo? Is it you? Send your submissions to info at mojo50.com or ron at mojo50.com. The Daily Mojo. Weekdays, 8 Eastern. Mojo 5 Defenders Live, DOA Show, D-O-A-E Show. You can go to D-O-A-E Show.com. That's our website. Become a defender with us. It's uh, 5 bucks a month or 50 bucks a year. Uh, it'll get you in line for when new stuff comes down the pipe or when we have uh, different projects and things going on. You'll be one of the first people to know. Um, it also helps us uh, keep our production up which is great. That's what we want to do. We want to actually push this uh, out further to a lot of different people, and that would help us finance that. So go there, check that out. Go check out the merch and all the rest of it. We have all that there on our website, DOAE Show. You can also check out all of our previous podcasts and video chats and all the rest of it. It's all there for your liking. Go there. Also go to mojo50.com. That's the radio station we are on, mojo50.com. Actually, just go there. Don't. I, I really shouldn't. I don't need to push it. Just go. It's a good place. Go there, mojo50.com. You'll love it. Uh, well, if you like this show, you'll love it. Because it's like us, but more educational. Really? Yeah. yeah. More educational? Yeah. They t- They talk more educational than us. Sometimes. Okay. Some, most of the shows. Most of the shows have more educational purposes than us. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that. By the way, Carrie Malinek is back in with Hello. us. Hello. Hi. I don't have Hi. the music for you. I'm sorry. That's okay. You did come in late, though. So I did come in. <laughs> <laughs> no music for you. <laughs> Which, just for the audience, Stephen uh-huh. knew that I would be coming in late. I had work obligations. I told them. <laughs> I told them I they actually that question came up. Okay. From the yes. I made sure people knew. Dylan okay. decided that he, he was going to leave us forever and you had work. <laughs> Dylan's <laughs> leaving forever. Oh yeah, man. Right. Shoot. That's right. Pika pulled the snark and jack all over on Twitter. Yay! Lonely Steven isn't lonely anymore. I know. I know. Thank you. <laughs> So. I like that nickname, though. Lonely Steven. I am Lonely Steven. That's what I do here. <laughs> I'm just so alone. It's terrible. But no, so uh, how was your week? Uh, I'm trying to remember the week. I, it was actually, it's been very good. Um, awesome, awesome weather. When it's nice out, I didn't know this about myself, which seems weird. Mm-hmm. But I just want to be outside. So You just like being outside. I do when it's nice outside i love being outside yeah and so during the spring and and i should have known this i had a job this is a total tangent and i'm sorry hey, kind of tuesday it's a weather tangent so yay weather. i had a job um 
it was my first like big person job, adult job. And, and sure. I thought I, I got married and we moved to Atlanta and, mm -hmm. and I thought, well, before I could go back to school because I needed to get residency in, in Georgia, mm -hmm. I thought I'm going to get a big person job because I'm a married woman now. So I'm going to get a big person job. Yes. So I got, <laughs> I'm sorry. wait, <laughs> I said to myself, self, you need a big person job. Well, you what? know, I mean, like working at Dairy Queen wasn't going to cut it anymore. Oh, so, okay. All right. Although I tell you what, if I go to Dairy Queen, I still to this day want to jump behind the counter and make my own stuff. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. So no. I, I feel you there. I, I understand that there. Okay. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Got yeah. Um, I do understand that, that, that notion because um, I used to work at Cinnabon. Okay. And... I know how they make the cinnamon buns. Yes. And I would rather make them myself. Yes. Yes. I, I generally won't do that at home. But if I was, I would, if I'm out there, I'm like, oh, that's a Cinnabon. I can do better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? That is so true. Once you've had a job and you look at other people's work and mm -hmm. eat, like you just instantly turn into that curmudgeon old person. Like <laughs> I could do this mm, better. Youth these days, they don't know what they're doing. Look at that curly cue. Look at that cinnabon. <laughs> That's terrible. Look, look at how loose those rolls are. Jeez. <laughs> God. Oh, what are they teaching these kids these days? Did they days? even proof this thing properly? I don't know. Golly. Jeez. Well, so <laughs> I wanted to have a big person job, so I got a job in an office. I was going to be the receptionist. Uh huh. And. Um, and I would drive home, I would drive home for lunch every day. I was home for no more than 10 minutes. And then I had to turn around and go back, but it was worth it to get out of the building. <laughs> and there was one day where I was driving home for lunch uh -huh. and someone was mowing their lawn. And again, I said, self, what are you doing? You do not need to be in an office. You need to be outside. And about a month later, I was done. Yeah. Okay. And I realized I'm big people jobs are not, I'm not made for them. I need to be outside. Need to be outside. So. You know, you could have a big person job for the outside. I know. And, and you know what, honestly, I think, you know, aside from the whole awesomeness of being able to share Jesus and mm -hmm. talk mm -hmm. about God and study and, you know, you can do all of that of, outside. I what? You could do all of that outside. I can do a lot of it outside. And I what I really love right now with this nice weather is I do so much um sermon prep outside and devotional prep outside and I'm oh, just That's a good idea. It's, oh, it's awesome. Mhm. Mm yeah. That 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 sounds really like a great idea. I kind of mm -hmm. wish I could myself. <laughs> Okay, guys, we're moving the computers outside today. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Okay, uh, so uh, we're going to build a data center, and it's going to be outside, and we're just not going to care. We're just going to build these racks out here, and uh, that's what we're going to do. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. So um, so there was a thing. Oh, good. A thing. You know, we, 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 ta we talk about food all the time. Yes. Yes, we do. And um, the... This is not a good thing. This is oh. a very bad thing. This is a sad thing. This is a With thing. With food? 
Yes, with food specifically oh. because of what and whom it affects. Uh-oh. <sighs> Vegan parents ignored warnings that strict diet was unhealthy for their baby. She's How? now she's now suffering brain damage from malnutrition. Oh my gosh. How oh my gosh. How old is the little girl? 12 months. So vegan parents. Mhm. Mhm. Yep. Now yep. was she was she not breastfed? Mm-hmm. What was she fed? A vegan milk substitute oh my gosh you would think uh-huh that like the the vegan would if nothing else they would think that would be the most natural thing in the world for their child yeah because you're not even harming plants in breastfeeding yeah I didn't know they made such a thing as a vegan formula. The 12-month-old girl was reportedly rushed to the emergency clinic in August of 2018 by the by 34-year-old father. Doctor said that she was suffering from extreme malnutrition with disturbing symptoms including open wounds, rashes, oh my. bruises, and discoloration of the skin. Oh my gosh. She also had internal bleeding. And blood in her stool. The doctor said that her condition was like that found in babies being raised in countries experiencing famines. Oh, my gosh. The investigators found that the father had sought help from a herbal health club about his daughter's condition a week before, before rushing her to the clinic. Where is this? I'm looking for that. Okay. Looking for that. The way it's written, it sounds like it's going to be like England or it's America. It's Australia. Australia. Okay. I was going to say England or Australia, but okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh, a county court in Victoria sentenced the Australian couple on Monday uh, to undergo mental treatment <laughs> for, 12, <laughs> for, for, for 12 months. Hold on. So <laughs> this story is not funny at all. Like this no. story is heartbreaking. Yeah. But. There is finally proof that veganism can kill you. So, the, or that this, it's a mental problem. <laughs> that's true too. So, no, like this is this this kind of piggybacks. We talked about a story very similar to this on a different episode. Um, it was another vegan family, another vegan family in Australia, and that wow. vegan family, like they brought the kid. They they brought the kid to the hospital because it had rickets. How does the... I mean, like, seriously, in all honesty, at some point doesn't... I mean, like, aren't there symptoms yeah. or signs beforehand? Yeah. yeah. And they ignored them. That is unbelievable. So they must not take their children to, like, get any sort of checkups before they're rushing them to the clinic. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing, right? The parents 
stopped consulting uh, health experts. They stopped consulting doctors. They stopped consulting anybody because the doctors told them that the kid needed more than coconut milk and powders. Oh, my gosh. That is... Oh, so it's really frustrating. One of my best, dearest friends, she has a group that um, it's a nonprofit organization that helps families who are um, under undue, um, either undue uh, investigations by CPS Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. unfounded, or if they, you know, like she has, she has different families who um, maybe, you know, smoking pot where it's illegal. Sure. And that's you silly. Know, those, anyway. those kids should not be removed from their home. And that's what my friend fights against and fights for families to oh, be able awesome. to keep their kids. That's great. Yes, it's awesome. I mean, she's. That's a good thing. Yes. I could go on and on and on about her and her job. It mm-hmm. It's just amazing. And she really created this for herself. She kind of stumbled into it. She fell no into a else... niche. Yes, absolutely. It's mm-hmm. so cool. But anyway, um, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> well, we were Something going about... on these, we were going on these vegan families. Oh, so this is what, yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm so sorry. Okay. So she, um, I mean, there, there are reasons why we have organizations such as CPS. Yeah. For these people. Yes, for people who are actually abusing their children, where those kids are seriously in danger. Mm -hmm. And this little girl, I I honestly, this would be a family that I would guess if they had listened to health professionals, watched the signs, seen that their daughter was not growing okay, that Mm -hmm. she was not hitting milestones or markers or developing normal. Nope. Didn't care. You know, I mean, but they, they intentionally stopped. Right. They intentionally didn't pay attention. It's like, it's like, so the funny thing is we're talking about this. There was one in uh, Australia. Well, apparently there was one in Florida as well. Another vegan family in Florida? A vegan family in Florida uh, who were charged with the death of their 18-month-old son <gasps> in 2000, uh, 2019. Uh, the, it was a strict vegan diet, had not seen a doctor after the month, uh, a month after the, the mom gave birth. Oh, my gosh. That is horrible. Are they, are they bring, being brought up on... Oh, that the, yeah, they're oh, they're, yeah, they're, they're being charged with, with their death. That's right. Yeah, the death and some murder for sure. Um, yeah, I mm-hmm. unbelievable. Like that is one thing, and and I am all about healthy eating. Sure, and, you know, that's, yeah, that's great. That's all good, and mm-hmm. and and if veganism is right for you as an adult, or you like that dietary choice, I don't I don't even like to say if it's right for you. If that's the dietary choice, it's not that you right. Make, uh, I am going to tell you right now. Well, veganism is not the right choice for you. Your body needs the protein from meat. Right. Right. So, and this is where, yeah, I wanted to back back it up because I don't think it is right. Um, <laughs> I'm just. But if ah. that's, I, I'm gonna come out and just say it right there. I'm not, well, if if that's the dietary choice that someone makes, though, as an adult, 
then sure right as an adult you choose for yourself you start to starve your body of nutrition and you slowly wither away and die that's your own fault as an adult yes but a child needs all of the fats they need all of the proteins i mean you think about it like i i do not like whole milk I, i just don't like the taste of it i don't like the texture of it okay but you would not like actual milk either Oh, like the, like unpasteurized, like completely unpasteurized milk. Yeah. That's not even, even milk that's been uh, there. There's also milk that's not just unpasteurized. It's also non-homogenized. Yes. Yes. You would, you would not like that milk. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but that's a, that's, that's me and that's fine. But Mm -hmm. my kids, when they were little, they had whole milk, like they, because they needed that extra fat. They needed what was in it so oh gosh so you got it for your kids to make sure that they had the extra milk fats the extra things Mm -hmm. that they needed because it was good for Mm -hmm. them to grow i just don't and and i really do think that the average parent wants the best for his or her child and does not intentionally do things to harm their child. I mean, as parents, we all, you know, kind of look back and go, well, maybe that wasn't a good choice or, Oh, I should have done this differently. M- mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe, um, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, but man, I mean, they're intentionally or they did intentionally yeah. harm their children. I, that's yeah. just, it's not good. Right. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, Namiya Kojira over on the uh, Twitters. Mm-hmm. The soy-based protein. There, there is a soy-based infant milk. Apparently, it's a uh, protein powder-based. Vegans aren't are, are also not known for thinking clearly on many levels. Apparently, from her. she also says that uh, Doctor Spock is to blame. He's a nutritionist, Doctor Spock, not the live stoic, long, not 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 live long and <laughs> prosper. Uh, but the other one, right, who died right after publishing his latest edition on child rearing, which advocated a vegan lifestyle. Doctor Spock did. Apparently, his last book did. Wow! Before he died. Wow. Yeah. So, just saying. Really interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder. I wonder if, if that mother decided even even though you know she's a a vegan and it seems like it'd be the most vegany thing to do to to breastfeed your no infant Uh uh-uh that's mammal's milk yeah but it's your own it's voluntary mammal's milk but it's mammal's milk so you can't do it gosh if the if you're raising the kid completely vegan you can't it's not it's not vegan by the strict definition of vegan, it is not vegan. Oh, my vegan. gosh. Well, I was going to say, even if that mom decided to do that, I don't know how much nutrition the infant would get. I mean, more. More than. So here, more than. But. But that's the funny thing, okay? At least, at least in my family's case, my wife has a terrible time processing nutrition. Like, her body mm-hmm. does not like processing nutrition. But yeah. I will tell you one thing that it does do. It will process all nutrition into breast milk interesting everything like 
from the time that they're born, because, you know, she fully breastfed all of her kids. Yep. From the time they're born, roughly, you know, 18 months, two years, somewhere around there. It's a little longer right now for the boy. Um, we're trying to get that off of there. I'm trying to finish that <laughs> off. I'm trying to pull it away. Good. Um, but, <laughs> you know, just a little. Um, and then, you know, they were eating regular foods and everything else. They were eating what we were eating and all the rest. Yeah. Uh, Growth was great, uh, always had the right amount of nutrition, uh, perfect teeth up until the time of eating regular food because, you know, that does cause differences and deficiencies because they're eating regular foods and, you know, all the rest of it. All of it, perfectly fine. Huh. She can't. No, it doesn't work for Isn't her. Isn't that interesting? It is the funniest thing. Like, her body will produce breast milk for ever, will the top yeah. nutrition for the rest of her life for any any other being that needed it um but for herself no weird it's so weird so i will say huh. that more than likely if the woman had breastfed the kid would have gotten the maximum amount of nutrition possible given the parents diet right right and probably would have been fine generally speaking i think that yes i think that would be Mm-hmm. Would have been fine generally. Wow. That is so sad. It sucks. That so people does are this the stupid. family in Australia still get their daughter? No. Okay. No. The daughter is not theirs anymore. I don't even think that the daughter... Uh, the daughter was put, taken to the hospital for brain issues... Due to malnutrition, the kid may never be able to be taken out of the system now. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> sad. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. It's fine. <sighs> well, that so, was the most depressing 30 minutes of or 20 minutes. I'm sorry. Day. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not my I'm fault. Not I found today. these stories. And they're there, and I was going to get Dylan with them, and we were going to make wonderful comments about how he's exploding and everything else, and it didn't happen, so I'm sorry. Uh, Anyway, uh, feds are opening a civil rights investigation into a teenager who was shot 13 times. Oh, my gosh. By police. Not by vegans? Nope. Okay. Yeah, so the shooting death of a 17-year-old John Albers in Kansas apparently sparked a nationwide outcry in uh, January of 2018, which triggered accusations of excessive use of force. Police were dispatched to Albert's home on January 20th, 2018 to perform a wellness check after they were alerted that he, he had been threatening to hurt himself. The situation escalated when the two officers arrived at the house. One of the responding officers approached the home garage door after it opened. Uh, when a minivan began backing out, allegedly toward one of the officers, the officer drew his firearm and offer, uh, <laughs> offered the vehicle, uh, ordered, excuse me, ordered the vehicle to stop. <laughs> offered. That's funny. Uh huh. Um, the driver inside initially complied, but then investigators say that the driver suddenly accelerated and drove erratically in the neighborhood. Oh. Once police officers responded by firing 13 shots into the vehicle, ultimately killing the driver, who was the child, the 17-year-old. Not really a child at that point. 
don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. So it's it's kind of weird. They're they're opening a, ga- a a case into it because they think that uh, maybe it had some sort of civil rights issue in there. Ugh. Like how? Why were you opening opening fire on a on a seventeen year old kid who was backing right. out of his own driveway? Yeah, I don't know. I you know, I like to run these things, like talk about these things with my dad because he was a he was a good police officer. But he, we were just talking a couple weeks ago, and and he keeps coming back to you have to look at the facts. You know, mm-hmm. you have to look at the facts and something that, um, oh, and I'm trying to remember what, what it is. It's something, something bias, but it's like the first thing you hear biases you toward, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm forgetting what it is. See, it's so late at night. It's almost nine o'clock my time. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost nine o'clock. <laughs> my brain is starting to shut down. <laughs> um, but uh, but he said it's so important for investigators um, to be very aware of it and and to to listen to all the facts because it's so easy to go into a situation just hearing one thing and then automatically being biased toward mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really going to drive me nuts that I can't think of what that's called. It's like, it starts, oh my gosh, I'm going to start looking it up. Now you're going to start looking it up like, I got it. Anyway, they thought that the cops were using excessive use of force, obviously. And the the feds are looking into it because of they want to figure out what the heck the mental state of these officers were when they fired at a 17-year-old driving a minivan. The mental state? Of the officers. The mental state, well, again, I have no idea because I was not there and I don't know the full story. (laughs) Right, right. But. But. But if someone's driving erratically Mm -hmm. and I don't know, I mean, like, what do you do as an officer? You do what you're trained to do. Shoot at the tires. Shoot at the tires. Yeah, I just. I would shoot out the tires. Well, but uh, but an officer also is trained that, I mean, if you're shooting, you're you are shooting, not shooting yeah, at a tire. Because no, if, no, you're if that person kill. in there is driving where they are intentionally, it looks like they are trying to hurt mm-hmm. people, who knows what the driver has in the car with them. Right. Well, according to the uh, Overland Park Police Department ha- that has implemented uh, significant policy changes since the death of Albers, including how officers respond to mental health crises, as well as adopting policies that prohibit shooting uh, shooting at moving vehicles, except in the rare circumstance like terrorism. So since this happened, the police department has changed their policies on shooting vehicles, hmm. at least in this area. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. They also awarded a $2.3 million settlement uh, to the Albers family. Oh, wow. Yeah, from Kansas City. That means that's taxpayer-funded money right there. Yes. Yeah, it is. So if it's settled, then what are they opening up? 
like I said, the, it looks like the feds are just trying to figure out what the heck happened and why. Because they don't like how the... Uh, they, they apparently don't like how the, 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 the local department and everything else did it. It's weird. I'm so glad that uh, we could catch up tonight. I know, right? <laughs> so glad. Anyway, uh, let's get to the numbers. Good evening, Mojo Five O. I'm Leprechaun, and here with the bell count grade for the day, Tuesday, September 29th, 2020. Today we had one missing. You end a bell for down your throat. 41 actual bells. Five, two dies. One long shot. Two boings. Three screams. And a triple tig trigger for Dylan for Trump flag, cooked pineapple, and boys down. Giving us a B minus for the day. Hey, Carrie. Peace out, boys. Stay healthy. We'll see you tomorrow. He even got the hey, Carrie, in there. Nice. Well, half the show with Carrie Malinek. Half the show with me all by myself and all sad and lonely, and that's fine. But nonetheless, lonely tomorrow's Wednesday. Tangent Tuesdays. Yeah. That's how it is. Tomorrow's God Wednesday. Bless. Everything should be good. We'll see you guys tomorrow. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved it. That was great. That uh, was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get away. Hey, boo. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Charles didn't have just any coronary artery disease. He had Charles's coronary artery disease. Michelle didn't have just any heart attack. She had Michelle's heart attack. At VCU Health Poly Heart Center, we know every heart is unique. And as Virginia's only nationally ranked heart program, we'll keep them beating healthy and strong. VCU Health Poly Heart Center. Learn more at vcuhealth.org slash heart.